2: Does your old podcast network make you feel like this? I like to say
3: hello to uh, Mr. Mister Cricket. It's like I'm doing bad stand-up comedy in
2: my basement.
1: I, I think I'm... I think I think my nipples are getting hard. Oh, God. That's... Ugh. I
2: think Pat said it best. Does your podcast leave you with strange tastes in your mouth? Such as... Tastes like rancid asshole? That's... Ugh. What you should be doing is listening to ASA Podcasting, even while... When I'm driving back and forth to my crappy job. Andrew, when do you listen to ASA Podcasting? That's when I want to shake it. And how does ASA Podcasting make you feel? I'm
3: Santa Claus, bitch. Oh, God.
2: So in all your time with ASA Podcasting, what have you learned about Michael, our CEO?
3: Michael goes to Disney
2: just about as often as I go to work. And what do you have to say for that, Michael?
4: I just had 27 bowls of soup.
2: Sounds like being CEO of ASA Podcasting is a pretty sweet deal. And finally, we touch base with Colin. And how do you feel about the Nords in Skyrim?
3: I could go down and burn them all alive if you want. It'll be funny. be a ghastly smell because of all those beards burning chunks of flesh still in them cuz they're not very clean
2: This is only a small sliver of what you're going to hear over at ASA Podcasting. Head over to asapodcasting.com for the full list of shows. This commercial is brought to you by ASA Podcasting.
0: Always is the host Apocalyptic and the sole
1: hello butchers and brutes masters and suiciders welcome to episode 59 of the fallout feed this is pat your host for this evening i am joined by two of our two of my stalwart co-hosts i got andrew here in the room andrew how you doing
3: very well pat how are you doing
1: tonight i'm doing great thanks for asking dennis you're joining us as well welcome how you doing i'm doing well pat good to see you all right good to see everybody so uh we uh, got a few a few little miscellaneous tidbits for you tonight. We got a little bit of action from our Facebook group, a couple things from the Twitters, a couple email thoughts. We may tease a little bit of something really special we got coming up in store for the Fallout Feed feed. Should, should, should I say Fallout Feed feed? That sounds redundant. So <laughs> uh, a few things to talk about here. So um uh we we hope we have an interesting show we're we're trying to keep the momentum up despite the fact that uh fallout has passed it's one year anniversary we're closing in here on uh thanksgiving so happy thanksgiving to all of our folks in the u.s hope you had some good turkey some good tofurkey some good stuffing (laughs) dressing whatever you call it in your Mm. part of the country and that you're uh Firing up, getting up early, getting ready to do a little Black Friday shopping tomorrow morning. Get out there and battle the crowds at Walmart or the mall or the Target store, wherever you happen to be going.
3: (laughs) That's great. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I hope everyone gets to, uh, you know, visit with uh, people they
1: like. And, that, and so, so, so for, for, for our listeners in uh in uh in England see this is uh you guys have your bank holidays that we don't have so we we this is the one holiday we have you know americans we we can't be allowed to uh have too many holidays it's it's against the national you know priorities or something, so uh, it's always good to have one holiday we can lord over the the English with their boxing days and bank holidays and queen's jubilees and all the other you know the other things that they get to sneak in there so uh colin and uh, marcus you guys get to work oh oh we have who we got joining here (laughs) just as you're bad mouthing the uk yeah not too bad sir i'm late on no 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 worries It's, it's early for you it's uh I guess I guess we're back on all. I guess we're back on five hours time oh, so it's, uh, Just as you're bad mouthing the UK, don't, here, don't, here yeah, pops up. Exactly. In.
4: Don't worry, Marcus. Uh, Pat was just bad mouthing about how hard you don't work. Yeah, you that's, right. So lazy, no, that's right. Lazy, you lazy yeah, this is,
1: is this a, is this a Monday Thursday bank holiday for you? Is that why you're awake? <laughs> and, uh...
3: hey, no, I can I can tell you why he's awake. He, he has an infant. And, that's right. And yeah, you know, he has right. two <laughs> two sick children under the age of two. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh. I don't envy you, but thank you for coming on, Marcus. That's awesome.
1: That's yeah, I like the like the little icon here too. It's nice. So I didn't I recognize it at it first because it's new, but it's a very nice little specialized vault boy. Oh, it here. is. He's yes. rocking his One new of my icon. made it for me. That's
3: great. He's got uh, a yeah. the Vault Boy pointing his finger at you. That's a specific. Is that from Fallout Three? That that pose was. Where he's yeah. pointing his yeah, finger at you. Fallout Three. And um, then uh, he's got but, the cool microphone. Is this a specific? perk from fallout 3 is this like a speech perk or something with a microphone or did he put that in there for you
5: uh she, she did that for me well, i'm and sorry. Also the face is um mine yeah, yeah of yeah, course I, yeah. Don't remember, yeah, I don't remember the mic being in there but that's 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 very it's, yeah it's and also handsome as well, he's got my uh my little uh in his ear he's got my little um ear stud
0: oh nice
1: yeah. So so if you if you if you uh if you show that off too much, we may have to hit your friend up for uh, for right. a, uh, uh an auction uh, or a uh, charity cast reward yeah. for next year.
5: Yeah. Mm. No, I've um I've got another one for um the uh ah, god my my words aren't coming. For today,
3: Skyrim. But... <laughs> don't you? Don't you yeah, have yeah. don't you have one with the um the classic Dovahkiin iron Ooh. helmet with the horns or something? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> that's so great. You need to make T-shirts.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Can you do that? You probably can't with copyrighted... Uh, yeah, that, that's, uh, probably, that's probably <laughs> some, some sort of infringement. Well, under the uh, store. Michael used the helmet and the dragon for... Well, the dragon probably isn't so much that design. That That's probably not so much copyrighted. But that, that helmet, that uh, power armor helmet they use for this Fallout T-shirt, that's definitely copyrighted in some fashion, yeah. right?
5: Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. The Hopefully copyright. we're not going to get in trouble
4: copyright. for that. This Words of don't listen to, to this show. Exactly. <laughs> the cops are now breaking down Michael's <laughs> door. Litigious people. Tune out,
1: out now. And yeah, dragging Connor out from his bed. No, All right, kid. Daddy, where's your Where's your Fallout time. T-shirt?
0: Fallout's <laughs> tearing our family apart. Daddy, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> see
4: what see what you get for screwing around with the fallout feed, Michael. Go get you arrested.
3: <laughs> oh god, that'd be so awesome. Metal. We should just turn them in. Start dropping <laughs> dropping the tips off to the the local New Jersey police department.
1: Yeah, they're too busy closing bridges in New Jersey. How oh
3: Pat, always with the hot topic. Always with the hot a topic, show? Pat. Dropping no, the uh, Never. dropping the good see? news.
0: Yeah, awesome.
1: Oh man, oh man. Let's see. So uh, tonight on the show, uh, uh, what do you want to hit up first, Andrew? Uh, we got a, we got a couple things rolling in. We got a couple of nice things from from Twitter. A little bit of Facebook group action. Anything you want to hit on first?
3: Um, uh, just first off, I'd like to remind everyone that the Skyrim Roundtable is going on right now. So if you'd like to sign up or play along with that, uh, we'll be a couple episodes in. Uh, by the time you're hearing this so um but it's never too late to catch up it's qu- we go really slow so it's easy to catch up with us if you're interested in doing a play-along character for the skyrim roundtable um just hit us up at Roundtable at com or hit up the character random stat sheet on the com in the skyrim section so uh yeah uh sign up everybody it's really fun
1: yeah that's right uh check out any other great uh asa podcasting family of shows as well you can find all those at asapodcasting.com some good stuff there uh highlights of uh the highlight shows being uh, fallout feed and, and sky but also some other good oh, stuff my, my life with cystic fibrosis yeah. and uh asa game talk chatterbox and uh i think i saw the earwash popping back up as well yeah
3: they're uh, two episodes deep with earwash on the big comeback now so that's great too
1: yeah, highly. Yeah. I, I I'll admit I'm a little behind on some of the other wow. shows I've because I've been. It's impossible. I've been addicting myself to the Skyrim let's plays, but uh, some really good stuff out there.
5: It's, you know, yeah. I just I just caught up on it at the moment. So I was uh, walking my dogs uh, the other day, and I was listening to Earwash, and uh, I was uh, giggling to myself like a manic man walking <laughs> past people with their dogs, and they were looking at me funny.
3: What uh, <laughs> were you listening to? The current episodes, the the uh, two. Yes, the, the two current
0: Nice.
3: <laughs> waffle stuff yeah very
1: nice very that's, nice
3: uh, so yeah check out the earwash show that's our podcast about podcasts
1: that's right it, that's very meta asa oh, podcasting God. all up on the meta all up in the meta for you so yeah. actually maybe before we hit on other maybe we should touch on one other thing i don't think we have any ps4 users on the show tonight but uh I think oh, in the yeah. past 24 hours, some really exciting news. We, I think, have finally seen the the drop of mods to PS4. That's
3: incredible! That was just announced earlier today. Is that right?
1: Today, maybe yesterday, the last 24 or 36 hours or so. So, uh, as we record this, of course, uh, we, we we are podcasting to you from the past. So, uh, yeah, yeah, keep that in mind, that. Uh, listeners. That uh, as we record this, it's as uh, fresh. Hopefully, by the time this drops, uh, our our PS4 brethren and sister and have had some good time with some mods. I hear there's some pretty creative uh, uh, things going on where uh, some of the mod authors have done things like, you know, text only quests and things like that to to not uh, break uh, not break the no external assets rule while still getting some new content. Well, that's
3: in That's awesome. How how would that actually work though? So they wouldn't um, add any audio, of course. Um, so it's it would just be like. You still have your character and everything looks exactly normal. It's just that you have to turn on your subtitles and everything is text based instead of uh, uh, having people I don't speak. Know. I do how I, that I,
1: works. You know, as you guys know, I I am not a big big modder even even on you know the platforms that, that fully support it. So I have not played with one. But I, I you know, I, I the mod community is so freaking clever and awesome. I, I'm sure it's actually pretty slick stuff. But I yeah. have not. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Maybe we'll have to get uh, Casey or some of our other PS4 users uh, to join us and and give us a rundown of some of the best PS4
3: mods. I'm hoping Casey will join us again uh, before too long. He's uh, in the process of getting a new home and stuff. So hopefully uh, Casey will be back and can tell us all about his uh, PlayStation 4 mods. But that's a good place to start off, Pat. Didn't Casey send us a tweet?
1: absolutely what man master of master of segues yeah uh (laughs) uh, occasional guest and friend of the show casey sent us a uh, note over on the twitter we had uh, sent out the call for just any show topics and uh, casey said hey is there a mod to get the 100 settlement happiness trophy because i am super pissed that's the only one i need for platinum i think platinum is when you 100 uh, all the all the achievements or uh, or trophies i guess they're called in the ps4 platform so I think first thing is well, ironically, Andrew, as you pointed out, mods disable achievements or trophies, so that won't quite work. Uh, but uh, we did get uh, a couple of folks. We had Dallas uh, shoot a note over to us on, on Twitter with a link to a a video uh, about a four minute video, so not too long a video on on the YouTubes of uh, a way to get the. Get the has anybody i don't know if, andrew you said you watched it have you have you tried this method of, uh, uh, no i've of, never
3: gotten it anywhere close my settlements are usually hovering in the low 60s so i'm yeah. not a very good mayor
1: yeah me if i get if i get a settlement in the 70s i feel like i'm really doing my job i mean those, yeah, those little shits are lucky to be alive <laughs> you know <laughs> i
4: i great. did get that achievement and i did actually get it on uh wow my ps ps4 oh, way I back, see, play. back wow. in the back in the back in the day. It's.
0: Uh, it
3: wasn't on a, your. Um... If you go
4: on the, if you go on the uh, Fallout subreddit, there's a lot of good posts regarding it. Uh, a a lot of it, you know, a lot of it is just literally just standing there waiting because the main component is when you get into that high, like I think it's around ninety five percent. It's legitimate. Your settlements are actually happier when you're standing in it. So it's legitimately having your character stand there for long periods of time, just standing there as it slowly ticks up.
3: Well, that sounds a great, great deal of fun right there.
4: Oh yeah. I it's, watched, it was, I watched it was the a, video. It was a barrel of laughs.
3: I watched the video and it was basically, uh, there were a couple of different videos actually. Um, and one was describing another form there, but one just had like three settlers, um, And you build four mutt fruit trees for plants or whatever. Assign one of the settlers to the the plants. Then you build two. um, They did level two clinics, but another video did a level two food and bar.
1: I think it was two level three clinics. Two level Uh,
3: three clinics. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, But... So evidently – and then you just build a bed right next to him and sleep 48 hours and then get up and stand there for a while and wait for the thing to tick up an in increment. And then you go back and sleep for another 48 hours and you go back and stand next to everyone, wait for it to click yeah. up an in increment, yeah. and then you go back and sleep I mean, another the, 48 hours. The idea hours.
4: is to try and keep your – you definitely want to keep your settlement as low populated as oh, possible. Was a, uh, it's was it's, ca- it's counterintuitive. Uh, you yeah. think you, if you had more people, the everyone happiness would, would go up. But, it, yeah. It, but uh, yeah, and there's a point where actually sleeping – if you keep sleeping, it it kind of at least at the time, and this was a, a long time ago, uh, when the game was like just a few months after release. So it's it, they supposedly patched it to make it a little bit easier, but I, I don't know how that works now. But you if you kept sleeping, you could get to like ninety eight, and you know you could sleep a day, and you know it would tick up to ninety nine. But like that last percent at the time, you legitimately just had to stand there. Stand I like there read a book twenty
3: four hours <laughs> while, while while I was st- while I was standing there waiting.
4: And I would, you know, well, every great. chapter I would look up and I'm like, "Are you effing kidding me? It's not done yet!" But so for anyone that uh, is playing without mods to get achievements, you know, and has the patience to do it, you know, God bless you.
1: Yeah and uh chalene posted uh on the uh on twitter also i think i will linked to one of the one of the good subreddit articles that uh, the Dennis mentioned and it, it it basically sort of confirmed the like to just slog it out and wait method they also was a uh, a comment that if you happen to luck into the junkyard dog that you can buy from gene that 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 critter will boost happiness i, I don't know if cats would work because cats also boost happiness i think so um uh, you know, maybe some of the animals' pets or whatever could uh could, could help you out. But it sounds like it's really just kind of a waiting game. You, know, you just have to slog it out.
4: Yeah, I use pictures of cats because decoration Oh, uh, <laughs> it, it helps improve happiness. So That's putting up paintings yeah. and stuff. So you end up build you end up putting like a bazillion paintings all over your you know, homestead because that that helps boost the happiness, uh the happiness you know, if you're yeah, it, it helps going a from lot, the eighties yeah. into the nineties.
3: It's put, like a, it's a, put rugs down so I had like I had, I did it
4: I, I did it at the red rocket and there was like nine million pictures of cats all <laughs> of
1: the damn garage right? it's just <laughs> like the internet oh that's so cute yeah so the other one I remember Shalene was talking I think it was I think it was on on off the record was uh, the uh, when they were doing their nuclear world breakdown the the other uh the, actually I was willing to try to slog out the Achievement trope, the 100% happiness achievement. But I was be damned if I'm going to play that Nuka World Arcade to get 100,000 tickets. I just not I'm not going to do that.
5: (laughs) Oh, um, I was uh, listening to Shalene the other day, and um, she did it by um, holding on to the basketball and um, using the um, button to crouch. And go back up, and she dunked it through the hoop that time to get her ten thousand tickets.
1: Yeah, yeah. I just, I, I, I just can't imagine because those that 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 nuclear world arcade was was just terrible for me. I, I had, I just did not enjoy that even a little bit. I've not um, even popped go going there yet. <laughs> <yeah. clears throat> I actually, I actually tried to cheat. I, that was one of the things I, I tried to cheat because uh, I gave myself a hundred thousand tickets with one of the cheater mods, and then turned mods off. So that so that save file was now eligible for achievements again, but it, it would it didn't recognize the uh, the the hundred thousand tickets that I cheated to 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 obtain. So uh, somehow there's some checks and balances built in there.
4: That is one good thing about usually about Bethesda games. though. Is there's not you know uh, this is bad coming from a gamey sort of gamer, but a lot of their achievements are just you know you do the kind of quests and you kind of do. You know, there might be side stuff like in Skyrim where, you know, you get married or you adopt a kid, but it's not anything where it's just like super, super tedious, where it's like you have to spend, you know, hours doing it. I mean, the the happiness achievement is like one of the only ones. So that's normally a good thing about their games is it's, you know, just during the course of the game, you know, you kind of get your achievements and, you know, you can feel good about, you know, just playing the game, but they do like to stick one or two in there that just, you know, really are just brutal.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know all the uh, PS4 users seem uh, I, I, it seems like there's more of a uh, of a of a culture of, of trying to 100% the games. When I see people talk about 100%ing their games, it tends to be PS4 people who are, who are who are getting the uh what is the platinuming it as opposed to the Xbox people.
3: I don't, I don't think why. I've ever come close on anything. I think even though I've played, you know, over a 1000 hours of Skyrim, I think I'm still only like 40% really complete for achievements i don't give a crap about achievements
1: yeah. I, i'm surprised you haven't gotten them just by like i I, oh, I don't know if you guys noticed on xbox uh they now have a rare achievements Ooh. i think i think that was part of the social thing everything's got to get be social hunting
3: anymore. everybody hey speaking of xbox pat uh, uh where are we on xbox group i think they just announced some sort of new groups things or are, are we
1: oh no that, that's all i have not uh I, I actually this was tonight was the first time i sat down with my xbox and i was just desperate to play a little skyrim so no, i did not give uh, apologies no, to the uh, no
3: no pressure about the, that but remember but no,
1: no, uh there we did uh we are in the process of setting up uh, uh yeah. a couple of asa xbox uh, i think it's a club i think it's what it's called on yeah. the xbox I'm thinking, Andrew. I may set up I'm not not because we have to, but just because it may be better to set up a Fallout one and a Skyrim one, because that way, if people are doing some group chat or anything, yeah, can, playing can, one specific can, game
3: or the other. I don't know. Yeah, I, I yeah. wouldn't. I wouldn't care if I was playing some Fallout and was talking to Colin and Victor as they were playing Skyrim. That that might be. No, fun. I, I so prefer, yeah. That. yeah, yeah. You, you prefer that, Marcus. So I,
1: uh, have any of you guys used the uh, the club I I, I, I haven't have done used nothing it yet. with it because yeah. I tend to be anti social
5: when I when it comes to my uh, console gaming.
3: Marcus, have you played and played with it yet on Xbox?
5: Um I've only requested to join one and haven't received a response yet. Well, <laughs> that's about it. That's as far as it's well, gotten with me.
3: They're not very nice, are they? Um <laughs> Yeah.
1: so keep an eye out for that we'll uh we'll post something in the facebook group and actually yeah. maybe by the time this drops we'll have it uh we'll have my act together and we'll have something posted in the facebook yeah, i was group. gonna say
3: remember this is dropping by thanksgiving so it, it'll most likely yeah. be up by then
1: and speaking of uh
3: thanksgiving pat we are uh now heading into the holiday season which means that uh, people might be doing some online shopping, probably. Hopefully, I mean that's uh, a yeah. that's that's a big thing people do these days. So, I'd like to encourage everyone, please, to head on over to our uh, website, asapodcasting dot com, and uh, click through our Amazon link there at the top. There's a there's a nice uh, banner for Amazon there, and um, all of our. Proceeds beyond uh, meeting our website hosting fees. All of our proceeds go directly to the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. So, uh, not only will you be doing some holiday shopping, uh, getting getting all that stuff done for now, um, you know, we'll just go ahead and uh, do a good cause while you're at it. You know, get your shopping done and benefit a, a, a good charity in the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. So, keep that in mind, please, as you're doing your holiday shopping. Uh, use our Amazon link on ASAPodcasting.com. Thanks. Yeah,
1: Good good call there, Andrew. Thanks for that reminder. And uh actually do we wanna take a quick break and hear uh sounds hear good. a word from our sponsor right now?
0: Yep, sounds, sounds good. Following total atomic annihilation, it may fall to you to save the great nation. That's why Voltec has made extra preparation and are proud to present to you a special
3: education. Would you like a very spiffy brand new ASA Podcasting t-shirt? Well that's great because we have like two brand new designs, one for a Skyrim addict, and one for the Fallout feed, over at etsy.com slash shop slash ASA Podcasting. Strength supply the as
1: And do check out those shirts. They are some terrific, terrific t-shirts. Uh, you never know what color you're going to get or what color ink. I think we've uh, awesome. seen a few different color inks out in the wild. I, it's, it's a little yeah. crazy. I think uh, Podfather, just, just you never know what he's going to crank out there in the, the t-shirt factory.
3: I'm a really big fan, Pat, of your red one with the white. Yeah, that is
1: one of my most special possessions, yeah. yeah I, was, I was lucky to score one of those.
3: Now, um, I... Okay, uh, real quick, my fantasy football stuff I've been involved with a bunch of years. There's one league that I really hold in the highest light, and the. Most of the other leagues play for a lot of money. This one plays for no money. The prize is a t-shirt that gets made every year, and like the champions get printed on the back with a cool insignia on the front. It's not a big deal to most people, but I uh, I cherish that more than winning you know, a couple hundred bucks from all my friends. You know what I mean? For some reason, yeah. this t-shirt's really special. There's one that I have that we made that was brown with gold lettering and for some reason that one really pops so i want, i really want a fallout one that's like a nice warm brown shade with a, 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 a you know the yellowish gold like packers yellow color and the oh man that'd be such a hot hot item need to get a one of a kind one off there michael
1: All right. yeah it'd be like a golden ticket you can get that t-shirt in the mail like and you know you're something special
3: good I got a golden ticket in my Yes, let's go to, to Wonkaville. Take me away.
1: Go. All right. So uh all right, though thanks for that uh quick break there. So as we head into the uh second half of the show, uh maybe uh maybe we'll hit up. We had a co- some good chat over on the, the Facebook group here. Uh actually Marcus, yeah, you, you posed a good uh, a, a good uh, qu- uh good question, topic for discussion here is uh what is your favorite quest?
5: Uh, I oh, do know that you misspelled favorite, favorite. favorite. You added a U in there, but
3: oh god, it. those it's British you. people in their use. And be, <laughs> they have weird behavior. Uh, no, no,
5: we had this conversation last time. It's correct. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All, right. All right. I need to pull
0: up So, uh,
1: so we got uh, got a good good topic. Favorite quest. So, um, uh, Marcus, I don't know if you had. Did you have something in mind when you posed the question? Do you have a personal favorite that you like to come back to?
5: Uh, I would probably go back as far as Fallout 2 and say that my favourite quest oh, wow. was um, <clears throat> was one of the ones where, uh, <laughs> strangely enough, you could actually become a porn star.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
5: it was just amusing to me. Um, and I think even, even <clears throat> dependent on uh, a random role, you would get an STD or not.
3: <laughs> That's incredible.
5: Nice. Yes. nice. <laughs> and then after that, all of the NPCs and stuff like that in um, in that specific area would know you by your porn name that you choose. <laughs>
3: <laughs> would they make their porn names by you have to say um, your first pet's name and then the street you grew up
5: on? <laughs> No, no, it gave you a list. Oh, okay. It gave you a list of really dodgy-sounding porn games. Yeah.
3: Well, that's <laughs> when we were children, or I don't know, children were making porn names. But I guess adolescents, thats uh, that's how we made our porn star names. So you you pick your pet's first your your first pet's name, and and then the street you grew up on. So I would be Ellie Franklin. That's my porn star name. <laughs>
1: that's
5: not very. That's not a very macho uh, it's, it's, porn.
3: It's name not there, sexy dude. at all for a dude. Uh, I, mine would bad?
5: be. Mine would be Dylan Froom Road. Oh,
3: that sounds pretty Dylan, nice. Dylan.
5: Uh, okay, I can go there,
3: yeah. Marcus. I'd come watch a strip.
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs> I'll oh. send you a photo later. Atta boy. <laughs> So, Andrew, what about you? You
1: got a favorite quest uh, you want to throw out there?
3: There's so many, and I can't ever remember the exact names of any of them, of course. One of my favorite interactions, just a random interaction that everyone stumbles onto eventually, are the two synths arguing. Or, like, one of them's a synth, one of them's <laughs> not. And they're like, no, he's the synth. No, he's the synth. Like, I don't know who you going to kill, you know. I always love stumbling upon that random interaction. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um that was what that was one of my favorites is is, is stumbling on that interaction when I it, it was happening on a highway overpass and I was on the ground and I could hear it happening above me.
0: Mm, <laughs> and I couldn't
1: I there's no way to get to the cuz I always like to go interfere and like see uh-huh. who's going to shoot who or whatever cuz it's kind, yeah, you you're right. It's kind of fun to see it uh, uh to see it play out and uh, uh and uh, that, that was that was because I was very confused. Like, oh, I hear those two freaking synths. Where are they?
3: Yeah, uh, and I guess one of them isn't a synth, right? I don't know. I almost uh, always find the component anyway. Because I,
1: yeah, th- I, I think that I think one of them is not a synth. Yeah. I think that's right. I, I, I it's that's been a while fun. since uh, I've uh, killed them both. Just to check, and just, I, I'm a you
3: know. big, I'm also a big Virgil fan. So going down through the glowing sea on that portion of the yeah. main quest is always really fun. I like that. I know a lot of people don't like it. But I, I like hanging out down there.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's you know it's it's kind of if you can survive the glowing sea, you can uh, you can survive just about anything. Yeah,
3: there's always that one Deathclaw hanging out right in front of fucking Virgil's cave, though. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. oh my god, that, that that thing gets me all the time.
1: Yeah, yeah. I always like to try to just knock him out like first trip down there, just so I, I that way I don't forget and get, yeah. get gacked by him later on. Does he yeah, level
3: so, up will he turn into like a, an alpha whatever albino deathclaw or something good
1: Question I don't know if that one's level I know there's the one that you find in that uh, like park or whatever like on the way to the glowing sea that one is leveled mm-hmm. um, it's it's like as you're walking sort of you know southwest toward the glowing sea there's, oh, a, there's park. a park or something Yeah yeah and, that, that one just destroyed, destroyed me. Alley.
3: Yeah. That, aren't, is that the same part? Aren't there four robots around the pond and you can activate the robots to help you attack the There's like I a level death clock is that that might yeah, be death, a, That might it's be a different a robotics
1: part. Pioneer Park or something like that. Yeah, I'm I'm terrible with remembering the names yeah. and things like that. But it's I, I know what you're talking about.
3: Yeah, uh, Dunwich Boards is also really memorable. I don't know yeah. if it's my favorite or most fun, but it's really creepy and cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. As is uh, the Pickman's Gallery. Hmm. I it's like, like the, um very high on the creep factor.
3: Jamaica Plane with the baseball. Yeah, stuff. yeah
1: that one's yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's, it's like it's like a big shaggy dog of a quest, you know, yeah. the treasure's Jamaica Plane, it's a bunch of junk. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. Yeah. And I think also from uh it's it's hard to get hard to trigger, but from Fallout uh from Fallout New Vegas, um the Boone companion quest is awfully good. Because uh, moon I think, is a terrific companion in, uh, in, 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 in Fallout New Vegas, and, and Wait, triggering I, his I quest played, is really tricky.
3: I played very little Fallout New Vegas. He wasn't the guy you meet and like, was it a T-Rex mouth or yep. something? Yep. Yep. Oh, man, yeah, I two, remember There's two something. snipers
1: up there. He's the one that will uh, interact with you and become a follower if you uh, help him revenge uh, uh, revenge himself on the woman who... Uh, who, who uh, caused his wife to be kidnapped spoiler alert
3: yeah. by the way that might be as far as i made it in um new vegas how far yeah. is that that's probably like two percent
1: well i mean you could you could depends on when you stumble on that i mean it's not too far from where you start in good springs but if you yeah, go the other okay. way you might not find that location yeah. for a while because it's not it's not really in the main i mean it's an it's an important kind of crossroads area so you're very likely to get there eventually but yeah um it's i mean that's
4: just, a- I mean, you mentioned this earlier, Andrew, where you're talking about, you know, well, how quickly do you get to New Vegas? I mean, it's not – you're not quite as, you know, shepherded as you are to get to – Diamond City. To to Diamond City. Okay. But, you know, depending upon the way you play, you can either get there really quickly or, you know, it could take you, you know, half the game to get Mm -hmm. where you want to go.
3: Well – The little I played in um, New Vegas, I found it incredibly hard to navigate for some reason. I just couldn't get anywhere that I was putting map markers down and I just couldn't understand how it was supposed to work. But now I wonder, I wonder now, since I've played a lot of Fallout 4 and gotten very familiar with the mechanics of that, if it would help at all, if I would be better at New Vegas now or not. I don't know if it would help.
4: Well, I think some of the mechanics are, you know, not as strong, obviously, but I think what you might have is the patience to deal with it now, because now you have an interest in, a little bit more interest in having the story unfold, so you'll be able to suffer through things and be able to work it out a little bit more. And you can use some of your past experience and say, okay, well, this, it's not showing me exactly where I need to go, but based on this, this, and this, you can kind of, you can kind of puzzle through it a little bit better.
1: Yeah, yeah, makes sense, yeah.
3: No, that's that's good. There's there's a couple things that I would be concerned about. However, I hear that you have to repair your guns. Like your weapons break down over time. They, I'm I'm they, not excited about that.
1: They, they they do, but there's there's some compensating factors to that. Like for example, the, my favorite one of my favorite things to do in uh, Fallout New Vegas is to kill like a dozen super mutants, pick up all their shitty hunting rifles and repair them down into one 100 pristine hunting rifle that's worth a lot of money so that's you know that's you know that actually is kind of very satisfying like you pick up all this crap from super mutants and you turn it into one perfect rifle that's that's worth a lot of caps and so you know there's things like that that are the mechanics that are um that are, that are kind of satisfying even though you're right you do have to have your your, your weapon maintenance and your and your armor maintenance and everything which it does get to be a little bit of pain in the ass sometimes, but, yeah. but it's it, it's just something you get used If If you're enjoying the game, you just get used to it. It's just a thing you do, like healing yourself or, or, or yeah. sleeping in survival mode. Hmm. I think, I think one of the more challenging things, and one of
4: the things I've always wanted to ask Pat because I know that he uh, prefers to use VATS a lot more is uh, if you use VATS, I know in 3, and I'm not sure in New Vegas, but if you use VATS in 3, you have greater chance of weapon degradation so like if you oh. use vats your weapons get uh they the uh, you have to repair them more often hmm. so it ended uh three was a little bit more shootery because you could use vats but then you you know suffer through having to repair your weapons more often i was wondering if uh that was some pad experience at all
1: yeah so i don't it's a good question i mean i i pretty much was hundred percent so i guess i don't have a basis for comparison because you know, I don't know what it's like to to not vats. because like in like huh. in uh uh in in New Vegas for example I would vats even in unarmed mode just because um punch it you, you can you can like in New Vegas they had like power attacks and a couple of different uh you had like three different attacks you can make plus some special attacks you can learn from people so um, New Vegas for me is the best uh unarmed Slash Power Fist, you know, uh, combat, and so because I I was, so I don't have a basis comparison. Actually, when 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 I when we uh, teaser alert here, when we when we get into the let's play, I may try a little bit of non bats combat in uh, in New Vegas because I'm now a little more used to non bats coming through uh, from Fallout Four. Um, but, uh, good, 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 question is I have heard that, but I don't have a basis of comparison since I'm such a, I'm such a bats addict.
3: I just, I really yeah. don't understand this, this unarmed stuff. Juan really always does it a lot too. He loves that stuff. And, and Pat, I've heard you definitely mentioned it quite a few times. I've never even pretended to even try to want to think about Doing unarmed, like if I can have a weapon and a death claw standing there, why do I want to go punch it? I want to shoot it with a but shotgun. The,
1: the the power fists in New Vegas are so good.
3: How is that considered unarmed? That's totally a weapon. A power yeah, fist. Well, Come on,
1: power fists, boxing gloves, brass knuckles, boxing ah, tape.
3: Those are weapons. Come on. Surely that
1: would be technically melee, not unarmed.
3: Yeah, exactly. Uh, that. Is, is
1: it is it melee in New Vegas? Is that what the name? Yeah, I think okay, so. yeah, thank yeah, yeah. But it but it but like boxing gloves are unarmed and in four.
3: Brass knuckles or
0: whatever.
1: Brass yeah. knuckles and boxing oh, yeah. gloves
5: are unarmed in four. Hmm. I always got I think a bit it's... funny about that because I, I I always felt that it was technically yeah. using a, a type of weapon rather than exactly. going unarmed. Unarmed for me is just pure fist.
3: We're getting nitty gritty but... over here, you and me, well, and Marcus. Well,
4: <laughs> Mar- Marcus is annoyed because it was uh, it was uh, melee used by humans, not melee
5: used by humanoids. <laughs> so... <laughs> I wonder how long it would take for someone to say that. <laughs> so, um, Marcus,
3: who wins? A, I win. A, who wins, an orc or a super mutant?
5: Ooh. I'm probably going to go and say a super mutant. Nice. That Only means you the like falling. That they're just things. a little bit more gratuitous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's great.
3: Uh, okay. Um, We had a, an email from Shaleen too. We haven't even uh, discussed that at all yet either. Uh, do you want to hop into that pad? Is that cool if I read that?
1: Yeah, yeah, let's go let's go with that. Yeah, sorry for the
3: abrupt change there. Um no, no. Chalene wrote into the show again. Thank you so much, Chalene. This I, I really hope we can make this a regular thing, girl. Um, so she writes in it's no secret that post apocalyptic fiction is my fave. But sometimes just not the best thing for me. I was feeling kind of down this week. Then I watched The Road. And although it was really well done. It was hella bleak and depressing and made me feel a lot worse. Recommend me some of your favorite fiction that's bright and cheery. Smiley face. So thanks for writing in, Chalene. Marcus, what do you have? Do you have any fiction that is bright and cheery? So that means fiction could be uh, in book or movie slash TV show form. Do you have what bright and cheery? Do you have anything right off the top of your head? You didn't even have time to think about this. I announced it to the <laughs> other guys before the show. What do you got? Bright and cheery fiction.
5: Um no. <laughs> I don't have anything on the top of my head. Um everything that I've really um listened to or um looked at is probably fairly oblique. <laughs> um give me a minute, I'll come back to you.
3: I, I can't believe when she was feeling down she watched
1: The Road. I know. I can, can it's like I can the kind worst of sympathize thing sympathize with that though, because sometimes yeah, you know, some sometimes you just you just need to you just need to, to sort of lean into the lean into the depression. You know, it's like you know i I've, I, I I can sympathize sometimes you don't you don't want to be cheered up. You want to just kind of fight through it. And, some, and, and, you, know, and kind of, you know, it's like you know, why would you listen to shoegazer music, right? Why would you listen to? No, you know, I was just about Jesus to say that. Mary Chain or you, Joy you,
3: Division. You should go listen to an Elliott Smith album, not watch The Road. Well, to to uh, to each his own. <laughs> no uh but all all kidding aside chalene it is an incredible movie and i don't know we we actually discussed it last episode too didn't we so I well that I'm was when we it. had the
1: uh name your apocalypse right Cause, yeah. uh that was i've read the book the road and i i actually will not watch the movie because i can't imagine yeah you, you, i can't yeah. imagine that coming it's, to life
5: yeah. <laughs> it's just because it is grim it's
1: pretty brutal uh
5: I, i've got my answer
3: oh great let's hear it
5: um there is a series of books that I was trying to think of a minute ago. That I found um, by Simon R. Green, um, and it's called The Death Stalker. Um, it's awesome. Um, I've uh, my, one of my friends actually personally knows the author, and um, I've got a bunch of signed books. Death but Stalker. Is, yeah, Death Stalker. So you'll you'll find it up on there. And I think there's a movie, but I don't think that's... Say,
3: say the author's name again.
5: Um, Simon R. Green. Um, he is a very fantastic writer and he has written a bunch of other books, but my favorite is the Deathstalker series. Um, it's well worth a read if you get into the characters. Um, he portrays it through a series of, um, I think it's like eight to 10 books or something like that wow. long. Nice. And it is absolutely stonking.
3: It's absolutely what?
5: Stonking. Great. Awesome.
3: Did I did I just learn a new uh, Britishism? Nice, that's great. You'll have to, you know, I'll have to start keeping a log over here.
5: Yep. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, uh, Dennis, have you any thoughts on a bright, um, bright and cheery fiction, either in the form of literature, movies, film, books, whatever? In,
4: in all honesty, the only bright and cheery stuff that I remember is like books that I used to read, like you know, as a, like a teenager, they're like, yeah. the Xanth, the Xanth series by Piers Anthony.
0: Uh,
4: I don't know what that just is. Uh, a
3: brief little it's introduction. A,
4: it's, it's just a, a bunch of fictional little books where it's, uh, you know, everybody has like a little power, you know, it, I, I it's, it's hard to explain because I haven't read the books in like forever, yeah. but I just remember, you know, reading them when I was, you know, uh, Up and coming teenager, and you know the series. The series has been going on since like 1977, and it's just like you know every. It's like uh, pre Harry Potter, before you know. Yeah, it, yeah. it was just simple, like cute, cute nice. little books.
5: Is that the author Piers Anthony? Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool.
5: Yeah. So I, it's I, like I, this me- great. Sorry, dude. Great.
4: No, go ahead, Pat. If you can describe it better than I can. No, I read, well, it's it's.
1: It, a- it, it, I read probably the first. 12 or so of those, and I and of those, I thought the first like six or seven were just really terrific. Um, uh, I mean, it's 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 comic fantasy, but almost comic in the sense of the divine comedy, and it's not purely like laugh out loud, uproarious, but it kind of has a happy ending and it's got a lot of funny moments, and it's it's it. I, I think what happened is you know for me anyway around book you know eight or nine somewhere in there it just started to devolve into just formulaic and really all he the books always featured a lot of wordplay and puns even the name of the series xanth Piers anthony xanth pierce you know even the name of the series comes from his name is a pun on his name and every you know, character names are puns and, and it's it's clever but it, in the first you have know, six seven eight books there's actual plot and character development and it's very, it's well, it's well conceived later on for me, he just got into just, it, it was very formulaic and, and it, it felt like he was just cranking the books out for, 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 yeah, you it's, know. it's,
4: it's kind of like, you know, when you're, you're young and you, your dad tells a joke and when you're real little, it's funny. And then your dad keeps telling the same joke when you're like 15 <laughs> and then 20. And you're like, dad, you've been telling this joke for like 20 years. So, you know, in the in the beginning the like Pat says the first few books are very cute and they're very, you know, it's kind of it's kind of fun. It it'll, it'll put a smile on your face. I mean, I wouldn't expect to read all 900 books, but Yeah. the first few are very what, are very cute and nice.
3: Chalene is a well-read individual. What is the likelihood that she has already come across that series?
1: 100%. Probably. Yeah, probably very high. <laughs> 100%. No. I'm, uh, I'm
3: also worried that she would come across my suggestion as well Book uh, bookwise uh, one of my favorite things is it's probably more intended for young adults, but uh, I I read it as a, um, you know, uh, a twenty year old or something when I was uh, riding back and forth in the subway on the train when I lived in in Germany. But the Philip Pullman, his Dark Materials trilogy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you guys know that, I I just love those three books. That's the, the Amber Spyglass, the Subtle Knife, and what's the last one called? no the the golden compass the subtle knife and the amber spyglass those are the three books okay uh but that's uh, that's a terrific series i I love Mm -hmm. i love those books if you haven't read those shaleen not only are they um very uplifting and make you feel great i like i cry like a like a you know just the sensitive boy that i am it's
4: you you cried on the train in germany that that probably uh, was a little awkward
3: of course uh they they love a good cry on the train it's required in some states there.
1: <laughs> um, so, so let so, me throw out one, yeah, uh, that again, it, uh, probably maybe, maybe less likely than, 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 uh, than the Xanth novels, but, uh, Shaleen's probably well aware, but another author, uh, Terry Pratchett is one to consider. Um, mm, definitely. This books are, uh, uh, again, kind of a comic fantasy. Um, I think they, they, for me anyway, held up a little better than the Xanth books. Um, And, uh, and, and they're, um, they're, they're they're quite funny. They're um, slapstick and they, they, they happen on the disc world, the world that's flat. And that's, that's where uh, the the phrase, it's Mm -hmm. turtles all the way down was, was popularized. And uh, uh, so the, the disc world books are, are, I highly recommend And Actually, uh, Mm -hmm. most recently um, Terry Pratchett passed away, I think last year. So in the past year or so, uh, but his uh series of tiffany aching books uh, it's, it's a it's a series of books i think there's four maybe five about a, a young uh witch so in the disc there's witches and wizards and and other you know, trolls and orcs and there's all the it, basically it's an agglomeration of every fantasy character there type archetype there is uh but she's a a, a witch and uh she has little, little blue little blue uh men who are her friends like little like gnome type guys who are her friends uh the we free men and uh and i think the tiffany aching books i think were really terrific because it's it's and i think it's the Discworld books are adult although they're you know, they, they they could easily be read by by uh you know a, an advanced you know uh young reader as well but the tiffany aching books are aimed at a little bit younger audience and i think it's really terrific because it's a strong girl character um she's just a terrifically strong character and uh uh, and, and very brave and self-sufficient. So I think she's a great role model for, you know, for, for, for girls, or for that matter, for boys who need to see strong, more strong girls in their, in their, in their fiction, you know, it's, uh, yeah. so I, I highly recommend Terry Pratchett stuff. Um, uh, other things from a, um, uh, from, from not necessarily you know, purely upbeat, but, but, you know, the sense of humor and kind of in the fantasy vein or two series, uh the dresden files and the laundry files novels both of which are you know kind of dark fantasy that uh uh would be pretty uh uh would, would, would i think appeal especially to people who are fa- fans of the fallout series i think dresden files is, is is urban magic in the in the in the modern day uh uh and actually dresden files to me is you know i, I could babble about it for for hours just because it's a it's a really nicely done uh uh it's the dresden files the way i view it is he's actually like writing a, a role-playing game character who's leveling up in the course of the series because you read the early dresden file books and he's basically kind of a clumsy half ass wizard who's uh uh who is um uh, selling his services for to, to low lives in chicago for money and then as he gets through the series he actually becomes progressively more powerful, and you, yeah. as you get later on in the series, you actually see him kind of becoming um, uh, part of some some world universe changing stuff, yeah. but in a, in a natural, progressive way that makes sense. So that that series is one that works well, and also for audiobook uh, fans, um, it's read by James Marsters, who was Spike on on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, <laughs> and he is terrific. He is an excellent, excellent audiobook reader. Uh, highly recommend uh, that that series in audiobook form the laundry files is another is a, 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 a sort of a james bond meets dark fantasy cthulhu a lot of uh a, a very it, and the laundry files is is very dark but it's also very very comic um it's also another she, one that's
3: she said gonna, brighten uh, up lifting pat
1: no no it, look look you gotta you, you have to bridge yourself you can't just go from you know like post-apocalyptic to you know <laughs> harlequin romance or whatever you got to kind of yeah. bridge yourself well, into no. see into...
3: i'm gonna cause i'm gonna call shaleen whiplash here she's gonna go straight from the road and she's gonna go watch <laughs> willy wonka and the chocolate factory which is my bright and happy cheery. it also has kind of a tone of weirdness and darkness underneath it a little bit but willy wonka the chocolate factory can't go wrong with a gene wilder
1: true yeah Actually, yeah, that Roald Dahl. Well, Roald Dahl's got some pretty dark crap for kids' books. Yeah, though.
3: the witches is kind of weird and un, yeah. Matilda, pretty dark, mm-hmm, has it dark? Yeah.
1: Like her, her parents are dead, right? You know, Matilda's pretty <laughs> all good.
3: The, the horrible things happen to these people to put them yeah. in these scenarios. All
4: right, all right, Andrew, I won't. Leave, I won't leave you uh, hanging out there by yourself. Uh, yeah, Willy uh, Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. That made me cry.
3: No, no, I I love that movie. I hope you're not joking.
4: No, I'm I'm really not. No, yeah, that, that's because uh, I read it as a little kid, and yeah. I, I don't know something weird. Like what happened with the kids, I like started crying, and my parents were like, "Should you, you, you be reading that? If that's that? I'm like, <laughs> no, it's a great book. This is so horrible. I don't know what's going on. It,
3: it's, so, it's it's there wonderful. Go, there, yeah.
4: I'm I'm opening up to you like Oprah.
3: Oh, thank you. That Dennis opens up. Everyone, mark it down. Episode fifty
5: nine. Uh, I suppose it's better Very than special. talking about his nickels. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> His nipples got harder. that. Jeremy pulled that for a promo or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's
1: right. Yeah, that's, you have to be careful what you say on these shows because yeah, you never know what Jeremy's cool. going to sound clip.
3: Shalene, uh, uh, if you're a comics person, I don't know. Uh, I'm not really a comic book fan, but I did briefly step into the world for a little while, and I checked out uh, the Batman New 52 run. of. Uh, it was collected in a graphic novel called The Court of Owls. And it's probably one of the most fun graphic novels I've ever read in my life. So I don't know if you're a Batman fan. I don't know if you care about that sort of thing. But The Court of Owls is an incredible little uh, detective adventure story. It's amazing. So check that out if you want a, a good graphic novel.
1: Good call. Good call. Mm. All right. So uh, so maybe... Uh... We're getting uh, probably getting on about toward time to wrap here, Andrew. Oh, and yeah, uh, we, we've got a few Facebook comments. Maybe we'll save those for next time. Appreciate everybody who uh, jumped in on the Facebook thread. Uh, you know, feel free to repost, send those an email. Uh, you can reach us at the falloutfeed at gmail.com or you can check us on the Twitter at the Fallout feed. Uh, also, find us on Facebook at uh, Facebook slash group slash A Skyrimatic Podcast, or you can just search for A Skyrimatic Podcast and the Fallout feed in the handy dandy search bar on Facebook. Um, so, again, thanks, thanks everybody who chimed in. We didn't get to all the thoughts from the Facebook thread. We will come back to some of those maybe next time. And uh, appreciate everybody jumping in with some some good uh, good ideas here. Um, Andrew, is there anything else we wanted to hit up on the show tonight?
3: Now just a reminder, doing your holiday shopping, hit up the Amazon link and uh you know, sign up for the Skyrim Roundtable.
5: Or you could uh buy some t shirts.
3: Yeah, buy some buy some t shirts
5: yeah, on our Instagram. Available Etsy link. at ASA Podcasting.
1: Check out the link, asapodcasting.com.
3: Yep, sounds good.
1: All right. So uh, again, uh, thanks uh, thanks everybody for joining us on this very special Thanksgiving episode of the Fallout Feed. Uh watch the Fallout Feed uh uh, podcast feed we we may have a little something uh something different coming your way in the next few weeks we will uh Woo-hoo! just maybe tease it very quickly here tonight but yeah. uh, keep an eye out we may may try and uh do a little something different just to keep the fallout action going until we pick up the next round table sometime in the spring
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, but we have a couple ideas that we have some stuff that, that may be a little bit fun for for the fallout fans among us and uh, so keep an eye out there we will uh andrew i think we're going to drop that in the regular feed i think we decided
3: yeah right? it sounds good to me i'd, I'd like to uh bring in a, a little bit of a new influence from the uh Skyrimatic people over there but we're going to uh include our brand new branching of our show right into our own feed so uh, we'll uh we'll keep you all informed
1: yeah check it out All right, so, uh well, everybody, uh, Marcus, thank you for uh, for joining us. Hope you and the family get over the colds and uh, feel better soon. Oh,
5: yeah. Yeah, hopefully.
3: <laughs> and Dennis, and, your family, too.
1: Jeez. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Everybody's uh, everybody's under the weather. So you, you can guys, you pass
3: uh, it through a microphone? Is that what happened?
4: It's all one big wasteland. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. So uh, everybody, uh, stay healthy out there. Have a, have a great Thanksgiving. Uh, this has been Pat, your host for, uh, episode 59 of the follow-up feed. And, uh, this has been Andrew, Dennis, Marcus, and Pat, everybody. Any uh, closing words for the for the, for the folks?
3: Uh, go listen to West vault radio.
1: Oh, good yeah, call. Definitely. I've been listening to that quite a lot lately. Terrific in universe podcast. Highly recommended.
0: All right, Dennis. What's
1: your recommendation for folks as we close out? Got a got a recommendation for anybody? Eat more pie. Oh, mm, good call. Yes. Good call. Perfect. Thanksgiving. All right, everybody have a have a terrific uh, Black Friday shopping out there in the in in the shopping wasteland, and we will see you next time on the Fallout Feed. See you in the wasteland. Thank
0: you for downloading this episode of the Fallout Feed
3: Roundtable. If you are interested in doing a play along character with us.
0: Show can be contacted by emailing falloutroundtable at
1: gmail.com. For the Roundtable Schedule, our Amazon link, and all other show information, please head on over to
3: asapodcasting.com, where you will find the Fallout feed, the Sky Rramatic
0: Podcast, our YouTube channel, the chatterbox, as well as other content. Once again, thank you for downloading and we'll see you in the Wasteland.
3: Hey guys, it's Andrew. I just wanted to take a second here to tack a song on the end of the show and you know, do a little shameless self-promotion of my crappy garage band. So uh, this is Red Queen Hypothesis. Uh, the song is called Round the Table. I was sick and tired of there being, even though I love Christmas songs, I was sick and tired of there being a million Christmas songs and no Thanksgiving songs. So I took the opportunity a couple years ago uh, during the RPM Challenge to write a Thanksgiving song because I thought the holiday deserved it. So without further ado, here is Red Queen Hypothesis with Round the Table. Feel the thankful
0: when you get round the table